Smarter, presented by Calabria, where we discuss contact center industry trends and best practices, as well as sharing success stories and pain points with some of the most innovative professionals in the industry. We're really glad you're joining us to learn and grow together in order to provide world-class customer service to each and every one of our clients. My name is Dave Hookstra. I'm the product evangelist here at Calabrio, and my guest today is Tarek Bethune. Now, Tarek comes to us in kind of a unique fashion because Tarek comes to us from the Wisdom Acquisition. So very recently, as of the recording of this podcast episode, Calabrio acquired a, let's call it a bot quality management platform, uh, and we'll get into what that means, uh, called Wisdom. And now we have uh, many new uh, co-workers that are spending their time working on providing quality management to more than just humans. Uh, we now have virtual agent management or bot quality management. Now, Tarek is the manager of managed services here at Calabrio now, but we're going to talk a little bit about how he arrived at Calabrio and uh, how he got to where he is today. But first of all, welcome, Tarek. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. And um, tell us a little bit about uh, who Tarek is and uh, why, uh, how he arrived at the at, at this moment in time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I started my journey maybe three years ago now at uh, at Wisdom and now Calabrio. Um, so I came in um, entry level. Oh, let's start a little bit further back. At university, did a bachelor's of commerce, so a little bit of a different industry that I've jumped into. But I've always been... I've always known I wanted to work in tech and I've always been very entrepreneurial. So I did, you know, I had my BCom, but I did a minor in entrepreneurship. And so when I was starting out in the workforce, I wanted a company that was, had that startup kind of uh, feel to it um, and was kind of working on some really interesting revolutionary tech. And and this job kind of came along and, and was a really cool opportunity for me to do that. So I joined Wisdom as an entry-level uh, conversational AI specialist. And the focus there really is on the bot building kind of aspects of, of the role. Uh, you jump in, you're working with clients and you're helping them build bots on our internal uh, platform that we, we kind of have at the have at the moment. Um, and from there, I progressed. I became a, a senior in that role. Um, I then branched out a little bit and uh, dabbled in some CSM, so client success management, especially with the operations center tool that um, you know Wisdom developed. And so I worked closely with our existing uh, uh, bot clients to help them use the operations center and the analytical suite and acted as the, the CSM in that regard. And I was kind of doing that at the same time as, as that senior role. And, and back in October now, so four, you know, four months ago, uh, jumped into this manager role where I now oversee a team of, of conversational AI specialists. Um, I also oversee a lot of the CSM components that we work with. I also oversee a lot of the, the, the pre-sales and um, sales engineering aspects of, of Wisdom. So I fill a few roles uh, there. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, excited to be here with you and, and kind of speak more to what we do. Yeah, well, okay. So if I had, you know, okay, I'm a Gen Xer, right? Which means that I grew up in the age of Saturday morning cartoon and TV shows. And one of my favorites was Pee Wee's 
Playhouse, right? And if you remember Pee Wee's Playhouse, they always had a secret word of the day. And if anybody said the secret word of the day, the buzzer would go off and everyone would cheer. Well, congratulations, because you have said the secret word of the day, which is conversational AI, right? <laughs> nobody's talking about that in the industry. So we're going to be the first to really bring this up uh, because nobody's even heard. No. Um, that, and, and I think so that's where uh, that's where I love the 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 idea that we get to work together now because conversational AI is such a big part and I know the the what you call the operations center which is mm -hmm. Wisdom's kind of platform that yep. is provided. Um, tell me a little bit about what that does because. I know we can talk about bots and virtual agents yep. and that kind of thing. And I think the general consensus is, is they suck, right? That's, uh, that's, that's that, you know, and I'm, I'm smiling when I say that you can't see that on the podcast because the whole point of the wisdom operation center or what we're calling bot quality management is to make bots not suck, right? Isn't that the goal? Absolutely. That's, that's the goal. That's the ultimate goal. So why... Why do people think that bots suck? Let's start there. Absolutely. Uh, I think the main thing about bots uh, within the industry at the moment is um, a lot of time is spent building them, you know, and, and once that bot is up and running, no time is spent optimizing them. And that really is, is kind of the, the missing component there is you know, especially with machine learning and, and the artificial intelligence that we now use to build these bots, um, they need it needs to be fine tuned over over time, and, and that part is neglected um, quite often. You uh, you you don't know this, but the the first time we met uh, was on a, a a call here, and you said something that I immediately wrote down, and you have you are now quoted. Uh, multiple times in different things. You said, uh, building bots is easy. Building good bots is hard. And yep. measuring the success of those bots is even harder. And, and to yep. me, that encompasses what the, what, what the entire bot quality management platform is all about. So tell us how that works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a great question, and and yeah, I'm glad that you quoted me on that because that's that's the reality that everyone that has a bot in this industry is realizing and is facing. Um, and so, you know, this this analytical suite, this um, what were we calling it? Bot quality. Bot quality man management. Bot quality management suite helps you with everything so you plug in your bot you know you've, you've built one you spent a lot of time you've got it up and running you think that it's covering everything that you need it to cover uh you know people are asking questions about this and that and you're, you're almost positive that your bot's able to handle it but how can you validate this how can you make sure that this is the case and how can you make sure that you know it, it, there's there's not other topics that people are asking about that it, it needs to be covering. How can you make sure that the experience is good? How can you make sure that people aren't having a poor experience and escalating and trying to communicate with somebody real instead of you know sticking with the digital assistant? That's that's really where this this tool comes in. And so you can plug in your bot, and it doesn't matter where you've built it. Doesn't matter what platform you're on. Um, you can you get all these metrics that help you really quickly understand what that performance looks like. So you know we break it. Wisdom uh, has built several internal metrics as well that kind of aggregate some of those key um, kind of mark, uh, conversational AI. 
uh, market leading um, metrics, you know, like containment and and true resolved and all of these, but we've put we've defined them into some key overall metrics. And so there's the bot experience score, the bot automation score, um, and the agent experience score. And so you kind of get this this really great holistic view um, with these three numbers of of how your bot is performing. So if I'm if I'm gonna break it down to kind of a fundamental level, um, it's what are what are your customers asking of your bot to do? Is that fair? Yep. Okay. Um, then w it does the bot actually help that customer, or is it just passing everything over to a live agent because it's effectively useless? Right. Yep. Which I think is the experience that <laughs> a lot of us lot of that aren't really in the industry have, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a Gen Xer, like I said earlier, and um, I grew up in the era of when computers required a lot of fairly specialized knowledge to get things out of the, the result. Right. And so I'm not afraid to try a new thing. I'm not afraid to say, sure, I'll give this a shot. Um, and But every time a bot comes through and wants me to help them, I'm usually pretty skeptical. And I think that's the experience. That's that's what we're trying to get we're trying to get rid of, right? Is we're trying Absolutely. to make like, wow, these th that was actually a super useful thing. I didn't even have to talk to a human and and that's what I did. So that is kind of that bot experience score that you're talking about yep. is is yep. how does the how well does the experience go for the customer and is the bot helping that so what kind of things does that measure or like how does that work without revealing yeah, the a, source code <laughs> that's a great question and just to elaborate on on why this tool is so impactful um you know a lot of in a lot of cases um you know enterprise companies within this industry are trying to measure um, these metrics, but all they're really doing is sending out a survey at the end of a, of a conversation and expecting the user to kind of answer that survey. And really data shows that maybe 10, maybe 15% of users actually answer that question. And even such, maybe two out of the four questions get answered. And it doesn't dive deep enough into kind of what that experience was like. It's more like, would you recommend this to a friend? Would you buy from us again? It's not really giving us enough information about the bot. So the bot experience score, just to bring it back, really has all of these signals that we look for throughout a conversation that helps us define it. And so it's looking for things like that bot repetition. It's looking for customer paraphrasing. Did the customer have to repeat themselves or kind of change the way that they phrase something just to get the the correct experience with the bot did the customer abandon the experience so they they kind of they tried the bot they didn't really get an answer and they just left we're looking for things like negative sentiment, negative feedback, so that thumbs up, thumbs down from the customer. We even look for things like profanity, so we can really quickly see, okay, was the customer frustrated with this experience and, and flag that and, and use these signals to define this score. And later on, you know, within the tool, you can actually filter for these signals so that you can really quickly find the transcripts um, that were, you know, had the biggest issues and, and see what was going on so that you can go ahead and, and try and solution them. So we're taking that, <clears throat> that very high level question that an organization will ask, how do we, how do we help our bot answer more 
is yep. is really the ultimate goal of the entire operation center wisdom platform right it's it's you know again going if i take this back to very early days of call centers right back mm-hmm. in the day when it was just you record a call and you listen to a call and then over over two or three calls you go hmm there's an interesting pattern that's there and then you yep. have to go and validate that pattern and then you have to take steps to mitigate that pattern from negatively impacting the customer experience same thing we're doing right we're just doing it with a virtual agent and on every single uh you know virtual agent interaction as opposed to just randomly picking them out is that fair yeah, that, that's fair. And, and topic creation is a huge component of it. Of course, you want to make sure your bot can handle all these topics. It's not like a live agent who can make it up on the spot. You know, the bot is going to serve a, hey, sorry, I don't know, rather than try and give you something. Um, so that's certainly a component. But I think the building of bots can be very technical as well. And so there's a lot of areas in which mistakes can be made. And so it's important that we're tracking a lot of the other metrics that we do so that you can you can also see, okay, I've built this experience it covers the topic but something's broken there's a gap you know there's looping that's happening or the nlu is not trained on this topic it exists but we're really not understanding a lot of what's coming in and so you know we we kind of give you all of those metrics to help you train your model to help you identify issues and root causes within your experiences how to fix those but then also giving you you know that holistic idea of is your bot covering everything that it needs to be covering okay so Nothing tells the story like a real world use case. So can you hit me with a use case of how the the operations center was able to take a bunch of conversational AI, turn it into a success story for an, an actual customer? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I got plenty of those. Um, we get a lot of retail clients, right? So that's uh, that's definitely one. We also get a lot of uh, telco clients. So hmm. let's go with telco. Um, so telco, and sorry, just to elaborate, it's a telecommunications company. So you know, cell phone related, internet related, um, and that's kind of the focus. Um, so we've we've had a customer come to us, and they it's a couple years ago now. They came to us, big big company, and they said, hey we know our containment rates are showing us that we have about 70 60 percent containment so that looks good on paper but when now, we review be, these to, transcripts to, before you go too sorry. far define sorry. containment rate what are we oh, talking sorry about yes containment means that the the digital assistant or the bot did not have to hand off that conversation to an agent so the okay. the conversation contained was contained within the chatbot and that's that's usually that one metric that people are looking for because every time it hands off to an agent it costs the company money so if it doesn't right. hand off to the agent great we saved money there um, but it doesn't give you the full picture right so so this this company came to us um, really high containment but uh, they would review transcripts and they had a couple other metrics that they were working with and they were really kind of trying to understand what was going on. Their containment looked good, their bot performance did not look good. And this was just from manually reviewing. They couldn't get a good sense of, was this the case? So we worked with them, we plugged their bot into OC and 
immediately they could they a lot of their uh, concerns were validated right so they had bot automation rate of around five percent their bot experience score was really low in the 30s um, they had a cost per automated chat which is kind of that roi on your bot program um, at ten dollars a conversation um, and their and their monthly volumes you know were, were around thirty thousand and they wish that they they could increase these um, and so so yeah we plugged them in showed them and validated all these metrics for them um, and we spent several months working with them consulting for them putting together uh, some insights reports uh, walking them through some of the best practices of what they could do better on in their bot um, and and after five or six months i think it was we had their automation uh score up closer to 30 percent with a goal of 45 percent which we did eventually hit um, their experience score we brought that up to 60 from like i said uh, low 30s um, and the, the really the key factor there for them was the cost per automated chat so we had that it started at ten dollars and we brought that down to two dollars and sixty cents per conversation which was wow. really you know great for them um, and their retention went up so their volumes their bot volumes went from around thirty thousand to eighty thousand uh, month, uh, monthly conversations uh, because people had more trust had more faith in the chatbot experience and weren't just trying to reach uh, someone else or just, you know, use a different channel to call in through, um, and, you know, to get their answer. Wow. Okay. So, so we're talking, you know, you know, the, you, the, the CD underbelly of our industry is that everything is about cost, right? And, and people do get hung up on cost a lot of times. So it's really great to hear, to go from $10 to $2. That's, mm. I mean, especially if, we're increasing the volume of chats by 50,000, right? Yeah. That's, we're, we're yeah. talking real dollars and cents there. Um, but, you know, as somebody who has spent lots of time on the phones in a contact center and working with customers, I, I always love to hear that the experience became better because, and just like you said, once I start to trust the bot, I... I'm sure there's a little bit of a diminishing return because what, the more I trust the bot, the harder questions I'm going to ask it. And eventually yep. I'm going to exceed the limitations of the bot. But um, it's so great to hear that people, customers, whether we're talking about telco, retail, insurance, whatever the case may be, customers just want their question answered. They don't necessarily yeah. care if it's a human or a virtual agent. They just want their question answered. And anything that these organizations can do to increase the amount of positive experiences with a customer is always a big part of it. And now, so you mentioned that you guys kind of tapped into that. Uh, we also can fully manage that whole bot experience, correct? Absolutely. So we we can build you a bot on any platform, right? And so we work. We have partnerships with a lot a lot of the big guys. You know, there's Google Dialogflow, there's Salesforce, Einstein, Microsoft PVA, um, big big platforms that have um, great bot building capabilities. Um, and so you know, you may have some kind of partnership with them already. We work with them, and you'll come to us and say, hey, we we want uh, you to build us a bot. And um, and yeah, we'll we'll do just that for you. And and ultimately, um, you know, we'll spend a few months building it. We'll have people on your end working with us, helping us create that content, focus on those topics and those use cases that they want to have covered. Um, and then and then again, at the end of it, kind of plugging it into OC when we push it to. Uh, production or push it live, um, you know, helping you validate all of the the 
what's been built and making sure that uh, over time it's it's improving. And why wouldn't you like if you are looking into building a bot, why wouldn't you want to have not only the people who know what they're doing, but the people who can then analyze it, right? And and it, it it's Absolutely. kind of like uh, if you were to go out and buy a new phone system and not get any reports, yeah. that's, that's what a lot of organizations are doing right now is they're basically like implementing a system and then doing almost no evaluation of whether it truly works. And that's really the, the gap that uh, the Wisdom platform uh, takes. And what's yeah. really exciting is how how we are going to be implementing a lot of this technology to the human agent as well, right? Um, I'm really curious about the topic analysis. How, how does that work? We, you know, we're talking about conversational AI and really kind of putting that analysis into work. Um, how does the topic analysis work and what does that provide to a customer that uses the platform? Yeah, absolutely. A great question there. Um, and I'm not going to get too technical with it, but from a bot building standpoint, a, a bot is built using intents and utterances. And an intent is essentially a topic, an action, or, or a reason that a customer is kind of you know speaking to the bot. And the utterance is what we use to train those models with so that it can recognize when a user asks their question, where to send them. Um, in, a, in any bot experience, there can be, you know, uh, several several intents that that come up and um, from a bot management perspective very valuable absolutely you want to know what all these intents were were that were triggered um, but from a, a more holistic kind of overview of what topics are coming up in your bot um, it's a little too granular for that and so that's where the topic modeling comes in and and we have a we have a page within the operations center uh it's called conversation topics and when you take a look at it what it's what's done is all of the transcripts and all the conversations that have happened get ingested into the tool and an additional topic model is run over them to help define one main topic um, and and the idea behind that is you can look at this this page and get a really quick breakdown of what are those key topics that are coming up in the in the bot um, and and from there you know you may be um, you may be a little more high level you might be like an executive or someone you know someone from the leadership team who's just really trying to get a sense of of this program and and what's going on um, and so you'll hop into a page like this to to see that breakdown and get an idea of what those main topics are um, whereas someone who's Maybe more on the bot building aspect, we'll jump into something like the, uh, like just the intent breakdown to see what all the intents were that, that came up within a conversation. So like a topic for a retailer, a topic might be refunds or it might yep. be returns. And yep. then I can drill down into there and see subcategories of like exactly. returns for running shoes or returns for, right. And, and based on what exactly. those people are typing in there, it's kind of auto categorizing in a sense is that exactly kind of yeah you explain that better than me uh yeah <laughs> auto categorizing is is you know we can call it that it's it's it is it is using a topic classification right but it's just based off of um it, you know it use it's reviewing all of the user messages in that conversation before it defines uh, a topic whereas uh, you know a bot performs based on each user message not every user message right it, it matches an intent to each user message we look at every user message before we come up with a with a topic does that 
explain it or is that absolutely absolutely yeah it helps it helps round it out and i'm like you said we don't want to get too granular and too too into the weeds on this but i think a lot of people are curious because i mean for for example for me you know just as a as a personal aside um i'd never said the words human quality before because in my mind it's always been just quality and now with the introduction of how how the wisdom uh you know bot quality platform works into this now all of a sudden human quality and virtual agent quality or bot quality are two different things but you can approach them in the same way i mean people are still saying things and and so the exciting thing is how this is going to um be utilized for all these organizations that have these virtual agents but now how can we translate this technology into what we're what we're doing with human agents as well and really start to get the insight that you know because it's always about what are people saying like how can we how can we be better at our jobs by knowing yeah. what is in, contained in this mountain of information that we've constantly been on the search for to clean up so i think that leads me to my next question who are the biggest benefactors of this of this platform yeah, there's several benefactors, absolutely, uh, for the operations center, and especially those that are, you know, directors of of um, contact center management. Um, so anyone that works in that department of of customer success, but um, you know, maybe they have a more of a focus on uh, how those live agent contact centers are performing, um, or if they have a bot, how that digital assistant is performing. The operations center really helps them get an idea of what those topics are that that are you know being communicated with those live agents or with those bots uh, but then also how they're performing and because we have both live agent and uh bot metrics you you get a sense of both so you can really quickly and really easily see um you know how your agents are performing um at handling certain questions and certain topics um, as, as you can with, with your bots. But it really helps streamline that role because uh, reporting is so much easier, right? You get a, you get a generator report um, that you can you can use monthly, weekly, whatever it is, you can filter for and you can, re- you can um, you know, kind of report on those. And um, over time, you can get a sense of, are your live agents improving? Is your bot improving? Um, and you really don't have to go in and manually start looking at all these transcripts that you were maybe downloading before from, you know, uh, if you had live agents, they were being transcribed, and then you were looking at these these conversations and trying to see, okay, what are people talking about? All of this is, is automatically done for you um, and, you know, put into a suite that you can really quickly go in and view. So it certainly streamlines a lot of uh, positions for for those directors that oversee contact center and and um, the customer experience, you know, customer, customer experience, customer service, yeah. all of that. Yeah, that's I, and I think it just really shows how much of a, a geek I am towards this because that I mean, that genuinely sounds like something that like the I think about, you know, the the absolute joy of someone like a contact center director or a VP of customer experience, something like that. The absolute joy of loading that dashboard up in the morning and it shows you last week and it elevates this flag that says, um, we are, we are receiving significantly more, uh, topic, uh, hits 
in this particular area and all i have to do is drill down go into it oh my gosh that's a real problem i think i know where to go and then immediately starting to work on that as opposed to six weeks later downloading a bunch of transcripts and just scrolling and hoping i've noticed something right yep. or loading them into some weird word cloud software or something like that i'm sure that people are trying that right but that that's genuinely like that's genuinely cool stuff all right so i think i have one more question for you uh as we get close to wrapping up so the wisdom platform now part of Calabrio, the operations center, as we've talked about it, whether we're talking about bot quality management, uh, the managed services of ma building the bots. How does that compare to kind of some of the other providers? I know the wisdom approach was fairly unique, but there's there's what how does this compare to what's available out there from other providers? Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a great question. And a lot of our customer base um, especially for the, you know, just the operation center side of things come to us from, from folks who've built with, uh, those big providers like, like Google Dialogflow and, and Microsoft PVA and Salesforce Einstein. Um, after that bot is all set and done, um, they can see either we've, we have a partnership with these, with these, uh, platforms where they recognize that our analytical capabilities kind of go beyond what exists on their platforms. And so we have these these partnerships where they kind of recommend um, our our analytical capabilities, and we recommend their bot building uh, capabilities. Um, and and you know a lot of the what exists in the market, you'll you'll get your out of the box analytics, and you'll get things like your volume into your containment. But I think it's it's recognized that uh, wisdom takes it you know 10 steps further with what we offer and and you get not only those you know those base metrics there but um but so much more that helps you yes understand your customers and how they're using and engaging with your bot but also from the building perspective what needs to be done to to kind of fix and enhance <clears throat> these experiences it it kind of reminds me of back in the earlier days of contact centers, how every provider had these reports that you could run. You'd click, it's a, it's a HTML report. You'd pick your little drop downs, you'd click go and the columns you got are the columns you got, right? Yep. And somebody would say, boy, it'd sure be great if we could add this column to it. And they said, well, you can go out and buy this really expensive reporting package that's uh, attached to it, but nothing you can do. That used to be, and then BI was introduced, right? And now these platforms have kind of BI built into it and where it's easy to add columns and move things around. And then the wisdom platform is now taking all of that data and running kind of really cool analytics on it in the background and giving you, like you said, 10 steps beyond what's out there. So it's very reminiscent of that. And I'm, I'm crazy excited to kind of see what... Uh, the Calabrio customer base and even beyond is able to do this, right? So final question, yep. who's the target consumer of this operation center, uh, you know, bot quality management, whatever we're, we want to call it at the moment, who's the target consumer? Because I imagine it, it extends far beyond just the organizations that have contact centers. Absolutely. It, it, it can go way beyond that. I mean, you may you know contact centers can be very costly to to start and set up 
so you may take the the bot building uh, route instead. You you've you've got a company. You know we we do focus a lot on on enterprise level uh, customer base, but you know it, it really comes down to the the volume and the numbers that you're looking at on a monthly basis. So you may build a bot for your company in in lieu of building a, a contact center, and you might say, great, okay, we've got this bot, but we have no idea how it's performing. Is there something we can plug it into to at least start getting a sense of of what we can be improving on and so really to answer your question you know our, our target are people who've built a bot and don't know how it's performing and want to plug it into the operations center so that they can get a sense of that and that's strictly for the operations center right you know we also if you really do want us to build a if you, you know if you don't have a bot and you need help building one we're more than happy to be involved in that aspect as well so basically any organization with customers any organization with customers. Yes. There you go. That, see, we just defined the whole market, we right? Just that, it. That's 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 what's going on. All right. Well, uh, you know, as as we get closer to wrapping up, I, you know, first like to say, Tark, thanks for joining. Uh, it really helps clear up a lot of things, and I'm sure a lot of questions that people have. I'm uh, I'm excited to get this information out to the group. Um, what I always do with uh, my podcast guests is I uh, give them the final word. So, what's the what's the one thing you want someone to take away from this conversation, or you know, make a make a personal political statement, whatever you want. It's the, the floor <laughs> is yours. So uh, go for it. Well, I'll keep it in tune of the operations center. I think. Um... Lastly, all I want to say is we've got the tools, we've got the resources for you to have a, a very well-versed bot. You know, come check it out, reach out to us, and and inquire a little bit more about it. Uh, I was I was really hoping you would say uh, building a bot is easy, uh, building a I good bot is that. hard, <laughs> and analyzing that is even harder, right? And but that's that's the that's the thing to take away is um, anybody can throw a bot on their website. Yeah. And 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 it will someone will click on it whether whether it's actually good or not remains to be seen but how do you analyze whether it's good or not and that's what Calabrio and Wisdom are here to deliver for are you here guys. to do. So, exactly. all right, Tark, thank you so much for joining. Really appreciate it. Uh, as okay. always, to everybody that's out there, uh, appreciate the time you spend with us. So uh, we will uh, gently ease this episode into the future and uh, looking forward to the many, many cool things that the Calabrio and Wisdom Platforms Joining Forces is going to deliver. So Tark, thanks for joining. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon on the next episode of uh, Working Smarter with Calabria. Thanks, everybody.